0: Thank you so much to those who attended For Idaho and supported our hosted events. Seeing everyone smile and have a great time made so much hard work worth it for everyone here at For What It's Worth. Thank you. It is with great excitement we are happy to present Season 2, Special 4, For What It's Worth Live at For Idaho 2013. In Utah, there is a frozen solid block of ice, which houses an entire city. Two fools have struggled to break free of their prison and drive the Oregon Trail to the home of the Albertsons, Micron, and a big outlet mall to bring you a show so off the wall and wacky, they made me read these lines. So for the last time this season, please join me in welcoming the same two fools to the stage who still actually use their mobile phones to make phone calls. Here are Rue and Tugs, and this is For What It's Worth Live.
1: I'm going to buy a damn applause sign. Yes!
2: Let's do
3: it. Finally!
2: Welcome, you guys, to For What It's Worth Live. Woo! We love you. Aww. Aww. So Thank sweet. you. So, how's con? Woo!
1: Con is, woo!
3: I'm dying.
2: I'm I'm sick. I'm actually sick in the stomach, so if all of a sudden I run and like maybe throw up a back here.
3: Just don't puke you know. on me, please, Rue. Oh, ah.
2: Just kidding.
3: It's okay, you wow, can puke awkward. on me. I think we're good enough friends. We can handle that.
2: Alright, so did you guys get these lovely shot classes?
3: <laughs> Who didn't?
1: Come get one.
2: Come get one. <laughs>
1: bum 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 bum. Okay. And all of you
2: that are listening at home, if you would have came to Fur Idaho, we would have given you one.
1: So we've this is our third live show together. Um and if you haven't realized by now, we always do a special giveaway for every one of our live shows at a furry convention. Has to be at a furry convention. Um and it's our way of saying thank you for your support. Uh, we won't ever give out shot glasses that say this again. Not because it says 2013, really. We probably won't ever do shot glasses. (laughs)
2: Are you sure mm-hmm. I want to give them out in 2013?
1: 2014. Then then sure. <laughs> for, for live, um, as Ru was saying, kind of when we were warming up, we have a live Twitter feed.
2: Live. Those are the hashtags
1: it's watching for.
2: It's right there.
1: And yes, I do have to buy socks when I buy shoes.
2: So, what is the hashtag <laughs> for that?
1: Hash for what it's worth, live or FWIW, live. Ah. Uh, we're gonna run out of space if you type all that.
2: So somebody, somebody, tweet um, some <coughs> Twitter thing real quick. It has,
1: I think, about a two or three minute lag. So um, we'll oh, go okay. check that out every now and then. Uh, we also have texting if you want to text and you don't want your name to be up there. Uh, the phone number is over here: 44 furry.
2: So here, who was here for the first shoot Olympics? Yeah! Awesome! <laughs> Woo! We had a little bit of an accident, and, you know, it kind
1: of... It got her to come to our show, so apparently if we hurt our audience...
2: Yeah, (laughs) if we hurt our audience, they'll be here.
3: Because they can't go anywhere else. Lesson learned.
1: (laughs) All right, well, we were going to announce the winners. Um, We thought we had a room swap, which is why we had to shut down, Um, and then we swapped back. So, without further ado, the winner of the first few Olympics is... Thank you. Round. It's Loki. You win. Stand up and take a bow. Woo! Woo! Come see me after the show for your prize, and then Corey will announce our tie for third.
4: Yes, actually, it's a tie for second. It's a tie for second. It is between Chester and Kira. Really?
2: Do we have those first
1: suitors here? They're only. Five pony glues here.
2: So we'll split the glue up. <laughs> we'll split the, the friendship is magic. We'll split them up.
1: You were <laughs> a fabulous it. judge. Thank you. Thank you. Yay. Um, so before we get started also, uh, just so you know, we're going to be running. Um, who knows about the game? Uh, no. I lost. Damn it. no. I lost <laughs> ah. The other game. The games we do on our show where we torture people. Okay, good, none of you. So tomorrow we're going to do a marathon of a lot of long-lost games and a couple new ones. They are going to be a lot of fun. I am so excited to make you all embarrassed.
2: We are going to play Family Feud. And other Just stuff. to give you a little, little bit of a, a taste there.
1: So please, please show up. Um, and then we have the talent show. That'll be fun. Uh, if you haven't signed up, please do so.
2: We only have like six people signed up for it, you guys. Just kidding. We have more than that. I I lie about our numbers all the time.
1: (laughs) So before, oh, the last thing we need to do before we do our weekly recap um, is we need a moment of silence for our shark who had an encounter with Wreck-It Ralph and is no longer with us. He has a picture at our table. So very,
2: very slowly, I want you guys to repeat after me. Shark, 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 shark. Shark, 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 shark shark, shark, wow. shark, shark.
3: There you go. Brings a tear to my eye.
4: I don't think that went into plan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He'll be forever in our hearts.
1: When he died, he made the wonderful sound everyone loves.
2: <laughs> and what was that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, Rue, how's your week been going?
2: It has been amazing, like, I mean, come on you guys, for, for Idaho, has it been pretty fun for you guys? Woo! Woo! I have been having such a blast with you guys, sitting at my table, getting to know all of you, like, all of you are amazing people, so, you're very talented. What have you been doing?
1: I've been getting ready for this con, although last night I finally had some booze, I only tend to drink at cons these days. Uh, And it was good. It was good. It was cherry pie. I know. And then Coru said it tasted like NyQuil, and then I couldn't untaste it.
4: It tasted like NyQuil. It was all Terrible. He gave
2: me a little bit of it, and at first it was amazing. And then he said, now think of NyQuil. And then I took another sip, and it was just, it was gone. It was over.
1: I know, right? Although I don't go drinking NyQuil regularly. (laughs) I thought you were saying something. All right. Well, it's been an exciting week. I've been enjoying the con. Um, It's kind of wild being a guest of honor. Uh, It'll probably never happen to me again. Um, And it's been fun to meet everyone.
2: Yes, definitely.
1: we appreciate all of you supporting us.
2: So guess what? Guess what, guys? Cookie moment. We have a cookie moment. Milo's all, yeah. (laughs) So we're going to take a little break and eat a cookie. (laughs)
1: Loki had a congratulations text message. Someone texted in to say congrats. We also have someone asking you why Idaho.
2: What? Okay, this is what our fortune says. You will meet the great leader of North Dakota.
4: Korea.
2: Oh, North Korea. (laughs) Wow. Wichita, Kansas. Oh, wait. Wisconsin, Texas. There you go. Now, here's the real fortune. You are about to be pleasantly surprised in bed with a cookie. I hate your
1: cookies. Last year, I ate 500 cookies because I was their shark driver, and I am finally back on the bandwagon with fortune cookies. I have recovered.
2: Yeah, we had, like, over, like, what, 500 fortune cookies that we just gave out to, oh, like, everyone last away. year? It was awesome, wasn't it? Lots of cookies. That's good too. <laughs> here, run up here, run here, up here, real quick. Who? You. In that microphone?
1: That microphone's dead. Grab the one off the table.
2: Tell us, tell us, just one of the fortunes. Make sure it's on. That you remember. Flip the switch. Flip the switch. What was it Gur yelled? Yep. Music for years. Something like that, yeah. There's also one that says, get ready to go balls deep <laughs> into the bed." <laughs> yes, there is. I remember that.
1: When you guys set those wireless microphones down during the show, please don't go thump. You'll blow everything up. And make sure it That's doesn't roll
2: off the table either. Which it didn't.
1: So let's start the show. We have a victim on stage. He's been with us before. It is the ever-famous Sid, Sid, Sid
2: Stote.
3: Thank you. Sid I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out.
1: <laughs> so,
5: <clears throat> Thank you, thank you.
1: He was a judge on our first city Olympics, but tell us, uh, for the people who are new, tell us about yourself. What well, are you?
3: I am Sid Stote, and I make convention videos. I'm taking a break uh, at Fur Idaho. I'm not doing a video this year, but uh, that's because I have... Next weekend, I have a con in Atlanta called FWA. That'll be exciting. Yeah, we have a Georgia local in the audience, Mr. Pyro. And uh, I make con videos, and I go to a bunch of cons, and I spend a lot of my free time making these videos. And uh, if you want to check them out, they're at Stote.us. That's S-T-O-A-T dot US. Or STOTUS. Stotus.
2: He does some pretty good, pretty good work. Amazing. Thank you. You're Appreciate welcome. It, I oh, worked really hard. Stuff.
1: So how did you get into the fandom?
3: Oh, my gosh. Uh, when I was 13, I was on AOL chat rooms surfing through, and I hopped into a furry chat room, and uh, it sort of all started from there. To make a long story short, it's pretty cool.
2: So what's your species?
3: It's a stoat, which is kind of like a, a weasley little thing. Um, it's a short-tailed weasel, and uh, in the winter, they turn white, and in the summer, they turn brown so why kind of a, cool... a stout um because i think they're cute i don't really have a good answer for that
1: it's because he's a nyquil junkie <laughs> oh. no that's actually on the on the toy on the text look at me i'm oh, working okay. it into the show
6: <laughs>
1: <clears throat> so today's topic is favorite furry moments um I, I, how many of you people have been in the fandom for more than like five years Wonderful, you people. That's a terrible thing to say. How, how, many, many, how,
2: many, t- how many? here is this their like first like week being in the fandom? <laughs>
3: Earl, we'll put your hand down.
2: All right, <laughs> first year. How about that?
1: Is this anyone's first con? Rock
3: oh, on, look guys. That that's awesome. You
2: know how to Mystery break Rialto, a Put mind. your hand down. Mystery Otter, you are everywhere and we love you. We
3: have a very special guest in the audience.
2: Yes, he's a mystery.
3: Mystery Otter. (laughs) You can take a shot if you want.
2: Here. Take a shot. (laughs) Take one of those over there. Did you get one? You didn't get one? Take one. Take one right there. Fish
3: Fish
1: shots. We didn't get any emails from our audience. Oh. That's okay. I'm sad. This is the first time they've let us down.
2: (laughs) Well, we didn't really ask
1: him. I have no idea what's going on over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Um, so, <laughs> we uh, we want to know. First off, Rue, tell me about your funniest moment.
2: My in the fandom. funniest. How moment long have you been in the, in the fandom? Well, myself, I've been in the fandom for like almost forever. I want to say that I've been in the fandom for like five years. But that would be kind of a lie. So technically, it's been about four. (laughs) Um, So my funniest moment. Oh, boy. My funniest moment would have to be the most embarrassing one. I'm trying to think about that.
1: Well, while you're thinking about it. Let's go on to Sid. Yeah, Sid.
3: You know, it all goes back to FC 2012, about a year ago. I don't think I've ever laughed so hard in my life for so long. Um, my friend and I, his name's is Rockzors, we invented a new style of fursuiting. Um, <laughs> so there's a partial fursuit. Like, Mystery Outer here, he can model his partial fursuit for you. It's where you wear clothes, and then you just have the head and the, the paws and the tail, usually. Well We invented a uh, style of fursuiting called reverse partialing, where you just wear the bodysuit, and you run around and uh, just kind of drunkenly scream at people. And At FC, it works really well.
7: <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs>
3: Other places I wouldn't recommend it, but uh, it, people get the joke at FC. It's a party con. <laughs> and uh, we went around reverse partialing, and it was ridiculous. And uh, it's really, it's kind of hard to describe how hard I laugh. I almost puked. Really. <laughs>
1: um, my it funny was, is... Huh? Awesome. No, go ahead. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Oh, sorry. Um, My funniest moment, I don't know if this is funny, but it just kind of was like one of those what moments where I laughed about it for hours, was back at FC06, way back when the internet was still dial-up. I was staying in a room with a bunch of my friends, and I happened to be friends with Marcy if you guys know her art and we went to breakfast Marcy and I my friend. is
2: awesome <laughs>
1: and um, it was early and she was like I can't do dinner I want to do breakfast so we went there and we came back to the room um, and everyone had been out partying because it was Friday and I was talking to my friend I go that was a really great breakfast it was the best one ever and I walk in and there's an orgy going on in my room <laughs> and I'm like whoa <sighs> freaked me out and I was like Psh! and I just went and did this Oh, I have a funny moment. You should tell the Chocolate Rain story.
4: It's too long.
1: No, it's not. You really don't want to tell?
4: You
2: tell it. You tell it better. I, I have one for you. But it's not really the moment. It's more the <laughs> mo- funniest moment that I've had with you. And I've already shared it on this show before. And it, it, are you okay with me sharing it?
1: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, so we actually went out to Las Vegas to do... Uh, <laughs> we went out to Las Vegas to go out and do a show. And, you know, we had, we had some fun. We did a video game episode out there with the local that's out there. And we also went and visited the Pinball Arcade, the um, Pinball Hall of Fame, which if you've never gone there before, it's amazing. If you love pinball, it's awesome. Um, anyways, we went to a casino... And me and Tugs were just going around. We were losing the last bit of our money.
1: And what else do you do in Vegas?
2: <laughs> well, there was this, um, this individual that ran up to me and grabbed him on the shoulder. He was in a security uniform and said, Sir, you cannot have your son on the casino floor. <laughs> He's
1: older than me.
8: I'm older than him. <laughs>
1: If I ever see that guy again, I'm going to remember him. (laughs) Do you remember the Chocolate Rain story?
4: Yeah. Um, FC, what was that, 08 or 09? Um, It was the last year at the Doubletree. Lots of good stuff at FC. 09. So it was FC 09, and Tugs and I were walking around trying to find some friends, and they were somewhere. We didn't know where they were, and so we were just aimlessly walking around the hotel, And Tugs and I had both had a few adult beverages. And so we were doing a little bit more than just walking. We are probably just, I don't know. Anyway, the Doubletree is set up to where they have couches outside of the elevators. And so on one of the floors, we just decided to sit on one of the couches and just kind of chill, trying to wait for a text. There's a security guard, a big Burly African American security guard who was walking around, and this guy was probably like 350 pounds, just a big guy, and he was kind of getting into it, and he had a, a gauntlet with like steel, like a leather gauntlet with like steel spikes on his arm, and I he's can't just walking putting around.
1: putting this on the internet.
4: And Tugs <laughs> is gone, and he's just kind of looking around, and he sees the security guard walk by and starts singing "Chocolate Rain," right? As this guy is walking by. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Everyone's
4: a little bit racist sometimes. Amazingly, amazingly, I think the security guard knew that he was a little bit gone. He kind of slowed his stride a little bit, but shook his head and just kept on walking. (laughs) I didn't even realize I'd said this. Yeah, and I hit tugs, and I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? And then he opens his eyes, he's like, oh my god, he was black.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. that's pretty good and then I immediately stood up and said let's go tell everybody yeah. <laughs> what else do you do so this is the part where you get to come up and tell us your stories so we have two microphones they're on the edge of these tables and if you go up to them you can tell a funny story
3: and we have an adorable uh, microphone stand now thank you Mr. Otter.
2: we should have another adorable microphone stand yes
3: There
1: we
2: awesome. are. thank you <laughs> Come so on, to, come
3: on, guys.
1: It'll be fun, I promise.
2: So you have to choose between the two adorables. Really?
1: There we right, go. Hi, we have one.
2: We need, to, we need to break the audience. I mean, break the audience. Wow, we need to break the ice. Break the audience. We do
1: that all the time. Didn't you go to the last panel?
2: Oh, Wichita, Kansas. Or Wisconsin, Texas. Cool. North Korea. North Korea. That's a good
1: one. Go ahead and, and, and... Yeah, you can hold it if you want. Give her arms a break. Uh, okay. Give her arms a break. <laughs> Make sure the switch is on and then go ahead and, and face us. You guys can look at us.
9: Well, um...
2: Kiss the mic. Yeah, you almost got to eat him. Yeah.
9: Well, there was this one time last year when I had my first suit before it got destroyed. But... I actually got furries banned from Walmart because of this. Oh, no. And... Uh, Well, I went into Walmart, and I didn't know you can't wear heads into Walmart because they didn't know about furries. I go over to the sporting goods section, and I'm this deer, this big bug deer, and I'm looking at these rifles, I'm looking at these pistols. (laughs) You were looking at the guns? Yeah. (laughs) So, So I go... All of a sudden... Here comes my best friend, the state cop, Chris Williams. And he comes around the corner and sees me. And he says, what are you going to go do? You go on hunting for humans? <laughs> oh. And I said, no, I'm just going hunting for the bad ones that broke out of jail.
7: <gasps>
9: oh. And he, sa- he tells me, well, you, you need to get out of here with that suit on. And I said, OK. And all of a sudden. I'm trying to take my head off, and I had this choke chain I have on, and it actually got stuck in the first, so I couldn't get my head off, and so he thought I was joking around, so I got banned. Like he didn't get it? Yeah, he didn't know it was stuck. Did he walk you out? More like kick me out, (laughs) (laughs) but then later I get this videotape from him, and it's the Walmart security tape. And it shows nice. the cop yelling at the deer. and says, view for your own pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice.
1: Thank you.
2: Do we have any other vict- Oh, right there. By the what? way, you guys can come up and just yeah, like, sit, sit in these seats if you, um, <laughs> if you have something to share.
3: What's up, Pyro? Hey,
5: baby. <laughs> see you at the room after night. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so this one just kind of popped into my head because uh, yeah, I was thinking, like, I was thinking con experiences, but then the, this actually came from someone, a good friend of mine who's not a furry, but he just, like, loves the fact that I, like, run around in a red husky costume. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good friend for you. Um, <laughs> So this was New Year's Eve, and it was, like, ridiculous like three o'clock in the morning driving around after party um, I'm a Mormon so I'm the permanent designated driver so if you need one I'm right here um, I have a question for you. What's that?
2: Did you take a shot glass?
5: Yes. Shame on
2: you. No,
5: I could drink Sprite in it. Love Don't you. Don't tell my bishop.
6: Okay.
5: <laughs> All right. We won't. So anyway, uh, so we were dri- so driving home. I'm just dropping people off. We're all partied out. Uh, we actually stopped by my house first to get a couple things. Uh, and one of the things that my friend was really infatuated with was my newly made fursuit head. And he's like, oh, dude, I want to take this with me. And I was like, oh, okay. So he's in the back seat playing with it. He puts it on. He's just like, he's Everyone, still kind of
2: in- give it give it up Robert. Woo! All right, sorry, you can continue with your story.
5: <laughs> he's out of here. Okay. Uh, so then, um, so my friend's in the back seat. He's, he's still partying. We're putting on some sweet tunes, and we're just cruising down the road. And we get into the stoplight, and, um, you know, it's New Year's Eve night, so I'm sure everyone's very, you know, very well aware that there's tons of drunk drivers out there, so they're being careful. but uh, oddly enough, we were at a stoplight next to this van with like a whole family in it. <laughs> My friend looks out and he's like, dude, there's a family in there. And the, like the kids start looking towards him and he just starts going like this, like bouncing his head up and down, like <laughs> making the most like ridiculous scene in the whole entire world. And the kids just go apeshiz, like they just like... They're, like, trying to get their mom and dad, and their mom and dad just have the weirdest look on their face. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so they're just thinking, like, we need to drive really far away from these people. They are drunk. Fine. <laughs>
9: so,
5: so that was my story. Thank you. Thank you, Pyro. Woo. Woo!
1: Loki is next. If her story has to do with the last panel, I'm going to die.
8: <laughs> My story does not have to do with the last panel. We but love it... you, though.
2: <laughs> we love you. Are you okay?
8: Yes, I am.
2: <laughs> I, I, I do want Everybody, please give her a cheer from last time. For those of you that did not know, she got seriously injured in musical chairs.
3: It's a
7: rough <laughs> game. <laughs>
3: it's it gets a crazy. rough
1: game when we do it.
8: What? Oh, no, that was from, like, last con, actually. (laughs) Um, My story does, however, have to do with last night. Uh, So I'm 14, so I'm not old enough to, like, stay in a room here. My parents won't let me. So when my dad uh, called me to pick me up, I put my fursuit on one last time just to walk out of the con, and I got all the way to the door separating the front room from the rest of the back stuff, and I realized I was walking around in a fursuit with no shoes on. (laughs) (laughs)
10: Like you had no feet?
8: (laughs) Yeah, like, it was so weird. So I ran all the way back to the fursuit lounge and found my shoes, and then when I went back again, I realized I left my phone back there.
1: Oh no. (laughs)
8: So by the time I finally met up with my dad, he was really mad at me, and I almost didn't come today.
9: Oh, Well, we're glad you're here.
6: Yay. Yay! My story has to do with the uh, night before the con. Like, uh, what happened was that what happened was this. I was trying to get this done. It took me like all night long, and my mom comes in to wake me up because that's what she was supposed to do. And I'm still sitting there, red fur all around me, and with this, like, crazed, caffeine up crackhead look. <laughs> and Mom's like, you didn't even go to sleep, did you? And she's like, all, oh, she's sitting there like, I don't think you should go. Don't go to this con. And then she's like, this furry thing must be evil. LAUGHTER She's like, you've gone crazy. So she's all trying to convince me not to go to the con. And then as she's talking to me, I just fall asleep, like, right in the desk. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you should
2: go to the con, (laughs) hon.
11: Hi, Hi, I'm Logan Fracotta. Hi, Logan hi there was a
2: girl that all of a sudden showed up to this panel and what it, happened Ru? i don't know go ahead how you doing Ru? i'm doing good are you doing good
11: yeah i'm doing good okay share your story all right um, <laughs> um so this uh this is uh um i had um I had two parts uh had, a couple years ago i had like sort of come out of the furry closet to my parents and family and stuff. How do you sort of? Um, well, you print off very select pages of Wikifer and just show them. <laughs> You're really
7: careful.
3: I
1: print off select pages of Fur Affinity.
3: <laughs> you have to be even more
11: careful with that. So
2: you were passively telling your family that you were a furry?
11: Yes, yes. Well, anyway, um, and that, was, that was a couple of years ago. So, my, like, so I was talking with my sister uh, a few weeks before the con and, like, she's like, um, so, like, are you still into that, like, furry stuff? I'm like, yeah, I'm actually, uh, I'm going to a furry in Idaho in a couple of weeks. And she's like, what's that? And, well, basically, there's these bunch of people that wear animal costumes and watch cartoons and stuff. And immediately, the next thing she says, and she says, uh, is there lots of sex there? <laughs> 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 and I, yeah, I said, well, there there's... There's there's a fair amount and we got we got talking and stuff and he says what well, and she says well whatever floats your boat go get yift and that was that was <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow poor guy can can, can you stand so. up for a second yes I'm pointing to you yes yes okay no 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 Are you talking about Ryan you Ryan stand up. All right, turn around.
1: Look at his shirt.
2: Audience members? Three. (laughs) Thank you. Okay.
1: All right, who's next?
11: (laughs) This is whenever I was actually uh, just joining the Prairie Fandom, or more or less I was finding out about it, whenever I was back home in Texas, and I was just walking around, having fun, and I see a fursuiter. And it's kind of cool. This is about 2 o'clock in the morning, right after the rave. Well, this is walking around. And I see him. And I'm just like, okay, that's kind of cool. And I turn away. And I just start hearing a... Hurr. I turn back. And as soon as I turn back, I see the shooter leaning over. And I hear... Hurr. I'm just like... Wait a minute. Did that just happen? And you just start seeing drips of vomit come out of the mouth. No good.
2: You know, I actually heard that if a fursuiter throws up, it actually looks real. It looks real. (laughs) The
1: funny thing is, is I just said,
3: oh, isn't that cute? (laughs) I actually may, I may have a story that sort of ties into that. It may be the same person. Um, Maybe? I have, I have a friend who makes fursuits, and uh, she got an email one day asking about her return policy, and she asked, well, Why do you want to return your fursuit? You just got it. I thought you liked it. And the guy said, Well, uh, I puked in it. She said, I don't, No, I don't think you can return that suit. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it might have been the same person, yeah.
2: Hello, guys. Hello. Wait a Hello, puppet. <laughs> Just kidding.
1: It's, it's really, really hard for dogs to use those. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe you need a feline touch. A feline touch.
2: Thank you, Simon Cow.
12: <laughs> Yay.
9: Yay. We can hear it. Hooray.
12: Well, okay. So I have to admit something to everybody here. I am one of the staff here. Are you pregnant? I'm not pregnant. Okay. That's amazing. Isn't it a husky that's not pregnant? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, so I have worked at this convention since it started. That's a long time. Well, it's two years, but still. (laughs) This is the only bird convention I've ever been to. Oh, wow. Um, and I have to say that every single last you know furry that I have met has been an awesome person to be around, and that that's part of why I got involved with the fur fandom to begin with, is because I got to you know meet so many you know awesome people and whatnot. Um,
2: Can I get an awe?
12: Awe. However, my personal you know fur story has to be. Uh, Getting caught looking at what used to be YIF Star by my roommate at the time.
0: And I just, I just
2: want to let you know, real quick, I am not a certified bishop, so you can't be like I don't know repenting or anything like that to me. Confess it. I We're don't take confessions. Here. Yeah.
12: Yeah. It's, yeah, right. yeah, yes. it's okay. That's, okay. That's fine. I. I I was just saying that, you know, my my personal story starts with, you know, roommate walking in going, what the heck are you looking at? I look over my shoulder and I realize I've just been caught looking at, you know, husky on husky uh, art.
1: Art,
6: yes, yes, there we go.
12: And, And I turn beet red and I'm like, I'm looking at artwork. my roommate doesn't even miss a beat and says, "Uh uh-huh, sure. (laughs) That doesn't explain why your pants are around your ankles and you're, you know, looking like you're in heat. (laughs) At that point, I turned more red than I already was for getting caught and Uh head-desked. At that point, I was like, okay, yeah, we'll just you know call it a day.
1: That, that's why you go. This is exactly what it looks like. By
2: the way, I, I want I, I want to go. This quickly the, turned a
3: most embarrassing story.
2: No. Instead of fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for that.
1: <laughs> All right, okay. we uh, whoever hasn't gone, go ahead and take a turn, and then we will move on to the next question.
2: Oh, by the way, if you've gone, you can sit down. Yeah, you don't
1: have to stand there unless you like the view. <clears throat> Was next.
2: Okay, works. okay, so I'm basically, within the past year, furry. I was watching this episode of, um, I don't know if you've ever seen it, Taboo. They're talking about how weird furries are. And I'm watching the screen, I'm like, that's not weird. And so I go online, and I Google furry, you know. And if you've ever done that, you know what you get. So I was sitting there, and all of a sudden this image, I, I click the image button, and all of a sudden this image of a female furry pops up. And from, oh. behind me, from behind me, I hear, well, whatever floats your boat. And I look behind me, it's my mom. Oh, no. <laughs> Anyways, that was about a year ago. And we showed up to the con yesterday. And like, she, she, followed, she like, walked me in and everything. She goes into the dealer's den and is flipping through one of these books. And she points at this one rather erotic picture. And she's like, look familiar. <laughs> oh. Come on, Mom. I was like, I, I, I kind of just slowly walked away. <laughs> you know what? You know what? It's good to have your parents' support, you know? It's good. Wow.
1: Especially when you're looking at art. <laughs> yeah, art.
2: <laughs> All right, should we get to H? Okay.
3: Last one.
1: No, no, we have one more.
3: Oh, one more? Oh, I'm sorry.
10: Yeah, um, this, this story is about one of the panel members. Oh, can you hear me? I don't think your mic's. Yeah, can. you gotta get real close. Get real close like this and personal.
1: We're yes. all going to share lips today. We're sharing a lot.
2: Make. <laughs> Milo's like, yes. Make out with the microphone. Yeah, well,
10: I'll try not to share too much. Um, uh, occasionally, a first is asked to uh, go on a parade, and a parade isn't a very safe thing for a fursuit to do in the middle of summer. It's nice and warm, a little bit uncomfortable. Um, <coughs> and. Uh, so that's what we did as part of the Utah group. We went on a parade. And on that parade, uh, they had a little float that was going on. And fursuiters, they do things they <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> yes, They had the neon cat.
2: Sorry. they had the neon cat. It was awesome. That was a good float.
10: <laughs> it was good. Uh, but back up for a second. Fursuit heads are made out of a number of different things. A lot of them will be made out of foam. And some of them are made out of resin. I happen to have a fursuit that's made out of resin. So it doesn't give way when things run into it very well. And so I'm sitting up on the float, and uh, Sid Stilt finds a skateboard for some reason. I just found there
3: was a skateboard in the float, (laughs) so I picked it up.
10: I don't know why it was there, but he decided that he didn't like me very much that day. No. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there pretending. Right, or actually, I was playing the piano that was on the thing, making this weird noise. Or yeah, something. there was, was also like, a piano. Yeah, there were lots of fun things on the floor. He didn't like my piano playing, so he just turned around and whacked me with this actually, longboard in the face. And since it's made out of resin, it. it's directly connected <laughs> to my nose.
3: <laughs> I didn't mean to hit you. You were behind me on the floor. I picked the skateboard up and sort of put it on my shoulder, and then I turned it. I turned around, and as I turned. You were standing behind me in the tail of the skateboard, like, really hit <laughs> you good. I, I was like, oh no, I've broken my but, friend's fursuit. <laughs> it was like, but, yeah,
10: right there. Yeah. It was red for like three days. But at after least it that. didn't hurt the suit. No, no, that was the important That's a part. It was <laughs> didn't even chip the. Much the nose more important. Powder, You know, it's beautiful. So. Awesome.
1: Thank you. All right, we have one more for comedic moments. The button have to be so small. You know, I don't know. I was like, who designed these microphones? You know, micro hands. <laughs> who knows? Well, um, I've been part of the fandom for about mm, three, four years or so. And see, the thing is, is that um, my mom does not support the fandom. She thinks they're all just a bunch of sex crazed more Dressed in animal costumes. Um, well, the thing is, is that. Well, the thing is, is that. Um, I'm really poor, so um, I share my bedroom with the laundry room. So the thing is, is that you know I have my own computer in there, so you know I'm clicking around, and you know I decide to put as my background a picture of very questionable nature. So you know, mom says, "Hey, John, you know I need to do some laundry," so you know I leave my room and get out of her way. I didn't realize that I forgot to turn the screen off. I never ran so fast in my life. <laughs>
2: That's awesome.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, we have some text messages. So Uh I'm not putting them up there because that's people's phone numbers. I care about your privacy. I will submit your numbers to telemarketers after the show. (laughs) For money. First thing we have is Sneaky Milo is sneaky. 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 Are you eating my microphone? (laughs) No.
2: Of course not. Thanks for the shot glasses.
1: <laughs> do you need a man of the church? Call too? Okay,
2: <laughs> <laughs> then we have NyQuil Junkies. Yay! And
1: no, I, I, I actually thought about having everyone do a Harlem Shake, but it's going to get old next week.
2: That <laughs> <is>. See, see?
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right,
2: read, read the next one. Hey, Rue. Why Idaho? Potatoes. Potatoes.
1: (laughs) Do you ever notice the security here looks like they're going commando? Seriously, right? I wanted to see a grenade on one of them.
0: One year ago, a mishmash monster in the Salt Lake City furry scene embarked on a journey which would change his life. A year later, for what it's worth, is finally able to share his story.
13: So, my name is Hayrider. I am uh, a Kadon.
0: Live the experience of a new fursuiter.
13: As, as I get into my fursuit, I feel like it's going to be basically an exaggerated version of me.
0: As he experiences wearing his head for the first time
13: view the world around me changed my posture and my walk
0: this first verse of tear and repair i split the seam a little bit
13: and i heard it and i was like oh, no that's a bad sound pluck 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 that's never good
0: this first challenges and steps in a new world
13: you know i couldn't breathe so i literally was running to get to the headless lounge
8: your last chance last summer Last to, to
0: your own Small conventions, medium conventions, large conventions.
13: Um, I think, <laughs>
0: I don't know. I think that there's going to be
13: a higher standard um, as far as fursuits go. I mean, in a smaller con, you get a certain amount of suitors, which is awesome. But I think at a bigger con, they expect um a little more out of you as far as performance and appearance and so i'm really gonna have to give it my all to really
0: local dance clubs and everything in between
13: so i will be dancing every night i don't know how long
0: intertwined with the stories of others and their unique experiences i was
10: just i wanted to get that sucker on and just put it on for the first time and just be a kitty and then i jump in front of the mirror and i'm like oh Oh, oh yeah, okay, I don't care anymore. This is awesome, bust out of the door and run down down to the lobby of this hotel, and run out into the street, almost get hit by a car trying to cross the street because, well, I can't see anything. But I didn't care, I had a fursuit on, I was a cat. They would stop for me. This
0: will be a special you just don't want to miss. A couple of my friends had their
3: first cons in suit, uh, Gristoff and uh, Hayrider, and it was great
0: seeing uh, new suits getting introduced.
13: I don't want to die again. Never come near to dying, I should <laughs> say. I love fursuiting. shooting. It's uh, it's probably one of my biggest hobbies right now, inc- including like drawing and, and just partying.
8: Go out young, a flash of lightning
5: clips the sun.
0: For what it's worth presents My First Fursuit. Coming April 21st, 2013, at noon Mountain Time.
13: Oh, this is going to be a wild ride.
3: Someone mailed us cookies. Oh, those were, that was a good moment.
1: Right? Was there, were those uh, were those Rhapsody's cookies? They were chocolate, right?
3: Uh, there were Snickerdoodles and sugar cookies. I no, think. then they were scooters.
1: And uh, we sat there, and we're recording the show, and you said, you know, we would never have had this moment of these awesome cookies from someone who I've never met, and I just do a show that they listen to. And they mailed me cookies. And we never would have had that if we weren't in the fandom. And that was okay. just one of those... You're totally right, moments. And it like, was all crystallized. So and it was fantastic. awesome. I loved it. I loved it. And I was just like, I am so glad that I'm in a fandom where someone will know you cookies. I mean, how cool is that, right? Yeah.
2: <clears throat> you know, one of my moments would have to be when I was first shooting. And I was, I was helping out at a, at a, it was for No More Homeless Pets. And I had this um, woman that was in this wheelchair, and she she wasn't she was, looked really grumpy, and she was off to the center. In fact, <coughs> Mister White Thing was here was there with me. Wave your hand. There you go. Embarrassing you. Anyways, um, I had this moment where this this lady she just bright she, I don't know she just started smiling, and I don't know she was really really happy, and. Um, Tell your story. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she leaned down to me, gave me a hug. I mean, not leaned down. Wow. I leaned down to her. I gave her a hug, and she said to me, she whispered in my ear and said, God bless you, child. And so I guess it's just those little moments of making a difference that makes the fandom worthwhile to me. I feel like each of you here are important. I feel each of you are not alone, and that you are very loved by people. If you feel alone, I don't know, I just, you're not alone. There's a lot of people that are just like you. And, you know, we're all part of a family, and we're here for each other. And I have this story that I wanted,
1: I swear if you have scriptures open on there, we're done.
2: (laughs) (laughs) In Proverbs.
3: goes over. The Book of Rue.
2: I'm going to have Mr. Sid read this for me. This is kind of what this story kind of inspired this whole, this live show.
3: Okay, we've got... Go ahead. By Dog Bomb on Fur Affinity. People have commented that they admire my courage for fursuiting in public. I've never felt particularly courageous. If you want to study real courage, look no further than Sarah. Another random fursuit outing found me ambling along the pier, giving happy pause to the tourists and enjoying the sea sea breeze. As crowds parted to make way for the upright canine, a young lady in a wheelchair caught my attention. Unable to speak or even wave, for that matter, she used her beautiful eyes to lure me over. She was alone in her chair, body twisted and lacking in coordination, betrayed its owner with a vengeance. She was bereft of speech. I couldn't hold a pin, uh, couldn't hold a pin, and lacking with motor skills to write if she could. Yet when I held her, when I held her hand in my paw, her eyes danced, they spoke volumes. Uh, I spent the better part of half an hour uh, in this angel's company, she felt my claws and leaned her head against my fur. We watched, we watched the throngs hurry past, waves wash over the shore, and gulls shriek and take flight, a peaceful island of, in, in a sea of activity. Eventually, she released my paw and made a motion with her head. It was time for me to bid farewell. Uh, I gave her shoulder a pat and saw a terrific smile flash across her face. I felt calm and blessed by her company. I continued up the pier, and a woman in a gray sweater fell in, uh, fell in step beside me. Thank you for spending time with Sarah, she said. She really loves dogs but doesn't get a chance to interact with them very often. A talking dog will be the highlight of her week. She went on to explain that Sarah was born in, uh, with with cerebral palsy, uh, a condition that affects how her brain is able to control her muscle function. The kicker is that Sarah... Sarah's mind is in full swing. She possesses, she possesses a blooming intellect, <clears throat> but is held hostage by her own body. Her story' is in- inspiring. Even though she requires care around the clock and she's unable to perform the most basic tasks for herself, she always finds a way to bring joy to her caregivers. She somehow plucks a feather, oh, she will somehow pluck a feather, hide it under a jacket and present it at an opportune moment. She gives random kisses and hugs, and her favorite phrase is, I love you. She never fails to th- thank you with her eyes. She assert, uh, to its assert a level of independence over her life, Sarah occasionally requests to be alone in a public setting. Her mom gives her that latitude by watching over her from a safe distance, ready to intervene if the need should arise, but also letting, ex- Sarah, letting Sarah exist on her own merits. Later, she will preserve uh, she will prefer, preserve moments in a journal. Her mom writing and reading aloud while Sarah directs the world with a nod of her head and a touch of her hand. She has not been on a train. Tr- oh, she has been on a train trip across Canada. Listexia, <laughs> good stuff.
1: Listexia.
3: Uh, hobo. What is that word? Hobo. Hobo. <laughs> Where's the hobo uh, coming in? H o b n o b b e d. That's not a word. <laughs>
2: just continue. I'm just going to skip that is line. Uh,
3: Major typo. Um, participated in uh, whale watching excursions. She has touched many hearts, including one beating inside the fur suit. Uh, so I went on my way, absorbing, hug, uh, absorbing hugs and high fives, questions with pictures, while Sarah sat alone in her wheelchair, imprisoned her in her own body. The amazing smile still dazzling, but ignored by all her peers. I think we all know who the brave one is. I will continue fursuiting because it facilitates truly magical moments like meeting Sarah. I'm a better person slash (laughs) dog because of uh, the brief time I was granted with her. If you are lucky enough to have the opportunity to interact with someone like Sarah, I recommend that you embrace the moment. You will come away richer because of it. Everyone deserves respect and the chance to chat with a a giant dog. That's
1: really nice. All right. Now it's your turn.
2: You guys are amazing. This fandom is amazing. And, you know, I'm proud to be a part of it. And, you know, it's moments like those. And these are the moments that we want you guys to share. Um, If you have any moment that you've had, please feel free to come up.
11: Loki.
1: She'll be with us in a
11: moment. There we go. Hold on. Oh, we'll see if I can do this without crying. Um. Uh. I um, have been in the fandom for about two, two and a half years now. And when I had first joined the fandom, I joined the fandom. I was going through some pretty rough times. And the, um. Um, I had I had just come out of the closet. I told my extremely Mormon parents I was gay, and I was kicked out of the house for a couple of days and kind of wandering around the streets. And I was crying, and you know I just wanted to get away. I wanted some different scenery. And I was living in Tooele, Utah at the time, which is a little poduck town off far, off off of the far west, a few like a couple hours from Wendover. And um, I, I decided, you know what, I, I want to go to the mall. Just look around, take my mind off things. And so I hopped on the bus and went up to Logan, Utah, which is about two, two and a half, mile, two, two and a half hours away from uh, Tooele. So it's a it's pretty good distance. And I was up there, wandering around the mall, Facebooking. Um, I was on um, chatting around on UFF when it was uh, still on the Yahoo forums. And... Um, basically, you know, I was, I was depressed, I was wandering around, and long story short, my phone was dying and it was getting late, and oh shit, I had no money to get back on the bus, and I was freaking out, my phone was dying. Um, anyway, I had posted, I'm, I'm, I'm in need, I need some, some help, and there was, I, I still don't remember his name, I can't remember if I've seen him since, but there was a furry that... Um, he lived in the area, and he saw my post and, come and came and found me. I was sitting at the stairs by the Leighton Mall, crying out. I was like, can I get home? And he just drives up out of nowhere, and he's like, get in the car. And he drives, he drives me, he, you know, he takes me out for dinner, gets me some food, and drives me two and a half hours all the way back to Tooele, and you know, I was just, all I could say was thank you. Uh, well that's my story.
1: Now Loki.
8: Okay, so I'm not sure how many people actually knew me before this con. Um, but I have really low self esteem. I this is like probably the first con I've been able to like be dancing around fully um, and I last night decided I was going to enter the dance competition because I thought it would be fun but this morning I almost didn't because I felt that I couldn't do it um, but what really made me proud was when I actually won and everyone was like so sweet to me like it just it helped a lot. Like I feel that now I can actually go to conventions and not be afraid. So
4: and you
3: danced really well. So good job. Thank
8: you.
5: Yeah, I, I want to give props to that too. Uh, that was awesome. You, you danced amazingly, and you totally deserve deserve that. And um, I guess this this isn't exactly. I guess it's not really a story more than it's just a thought. Like I feel like. This is, this is a story that we hear a lot in the furry fandom, that you know, we have people that we, we, I hear a lot of the stories where um, you know, self-esteem was probably not at its best, uh, kicked around during high school. I mean, I've, I've been there too. I was totally been there. And, and the funniest thing is, is I go around and I tell people, or when people talk to me and I usually get in a conversation with people, uh, I tend to tell them like, yeah, I'm not really that, all that outgoing. And they tend to be pretty surprised when I say something like that, but it's just because that's what was told to me in the past, and I think that's what uh, I I think it's a really common thing. It's not something that's unique to just a certain specific person, or I mean, sure, sure there might be like those popular people in high school, but I think it happens a lot where we're told and we're reflected things that aren't exactly you know, pleasant. We, we, and, and that affects us. Sometimes we let that get to us. And I just want to say that I think that's the coolest thing about the furry fandom. That um, you can go somewhere and, and gain that confidence. You can have, you're surrounded by people who will give you that confidence. And I, and I feel that's happened to me a lot, too. I feel like um, I feel it's a lot easier to talk, talk to you guys. And um, I hope you guys think it's easier for you guys, too. Um, I guess long t- story short, I want to share a thought about, you know, if anyone ever feels that way, if anyone feels um, like they don't have that much confidence, or, or even, I'll even use the metaphor of dancing, like, we have here a prime example of someone who, you know, didn't think she would do that well, or maybe she was kind of doubting, but you know what she did, she got up there, and she danced her paws off, and she did great, let me hear it up for some her, yeah. And you know I th- I think that's that's pretty that's what it takes. It really is what it takes. It's just it's just a matter of you know going back into that past and you know going back and identifying that day when someone told you that you're not cool or that you're not outgoing and just dismiss it. So I really hope everyone goes back and like dismisses it so that or or even like you furthering the metaphor if someone back long ago told you that you can't dance, I want you to dismiss that. And tonight, Saturday, I want everyone to get out there. And I don't care what kind of dance you do. You can get up there and do some Bernie. <laughs> like that. Exactly. And we will cheer for you. Because I believe dancing isn't a matter of what's good or what's bad. I believe it's a matter of getting out there and expressing yourself and showing the world who you are. So I better see you guys out there. Heck yeah, dude. Just so everyone
1: knows, we have about six minutes before we have to start wrapping up because they need this room. Um, so everyone who's up at the table, you're welcome to contribute, but we do have to be somewhat time sensitive for the sake of the con. I'm just sitting here because I feel like... I'm- you're perfectly cool welcome car. to sit there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying who hasn't ha- taken the turn how that's waiting. How many waiting. people
2: do we have that's going to be sharing? One. One?
9: A- okay. Oh, good.
2: Oh, okay.
1: two? Two. Or two. Okay. Thanks, guys.
6: Um, One thing I'd like to share is I got into the fandom when I was I was pretty depressed and kind of like lonely at the time and pretty bored actually and I went to Fur Idaho on a complete whim and since then I got into the whole world of furries like you guys have given me something to do something to create and just like a purpose with my creativity (laughs)
7: Yo, dogs. What's up, Earl? (laughs) Yo. I just want to tell you guys, I have been with the fandom probably for more than 10 years now. I should probably put my mouth up to this thing. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, I think I've been here for more than 10 years, like I just said, and... um, My family wasn't the best family that I've ever ever had, and I think that the family, or the family, true family that I ever had was the fandom. Just because if it wasn't for the fandom, I wouldn't be the person I am today. And I think uh, the person I am today is a really good guy that will go out of his way for any of his friends, which most friends in the fandom are just good people, period. So... Yes, it's another sentimental one, but I think we all deserve this, so. Anyway. Woo! Yay, Yay. Earl. I think you are a good friend. Derpy derp.
2: (laughs) What? What? No. Oh, I want to say something. Something. My friends, my family, you know, if you have, you know, I know that there's a lot of struggles that we go through. There's a lot of things in the world. You'll go through hell and back. But as a good friend that has passed recently, it gets better. It gets better. Totally. We're here for you. We love you. Be proud of who you are. Don't feel that you're alone because you're not. Go out there. Be yourself, and be proud of it.
3: There'll never be you again, so do you as hard as you possibly can.
1: (laughs) We are all a bunch of nerds here, and that's okay, right? Heck yeah. No, really, that's okay. Like, who cares? I like that everyone is wearing funny animal costumes, because I do too. Good family.
2: You Um, guys are awesome.
3: You know, I think I said this on your show another time. I think it was the... Animate Bonzi, but I'm going to (laughs) say this is so relevant. Um, It's a quote from a guy named uh, Samuel Conway. He runs Anthrocon, and he's pretty good at talking. He comes up with some awesome quotes, and one of them that uh, I always like to pull out in this situation is: um, the fandom. If you look around, there's going to be people of every color. There's going to be people speaking every language, every age group, every religion, um, every sexuality. We're all surrounded by all of these differences that cause problems in the outside world. And when we look at each other, we don't see any of that. All we see is another furry. And there have been groups of people who have been striving to get that for hundreds of years. And we have it just because we are what we are. So I know it's a little
1: weird to end our, our show without a game. Normally anyway, we have a game. And we had one planned, to be perfectly honest. Uh, but due to circumstances beyond our control, we had to start late. So we do have the game show marathon tomorrow. Please come and laugh your ass off with us. It, we've got so many awesome things planned for it. Without injuries. Yes? And
3: in the talent show. What
1: is the game show PG-13. You can get in. It, we don't go 18 plus on it.
2: Also, so, we have our talent show. Please, if you have any shred of talent, even if it's like just going up on the front of the stage and being like, hey, man, I'm awesome, you know, something like that, or just chanting shark or something, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious.
1: So um, thank you for coming. Um, if
10: you Come want to our some... table
1: and register. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> if you want to uh, keep up with the show, it's usually a little longer. We may have a lot of fun. Um, we we do take um, email and we'll read them. Um, we have our website. You can comment on any of our shows. You don't even have to create an account. That's how cool it is. You can, if you have Google or Yahoo or Facebook, you're good. You can comment. Yes. Yeah, I know, right? We have Google Plus. Um, if you like that, we have a Facebook. And we have voicemail and text. It's, oh, and, and
2: Twitter. Thing. Twitter. Yeah, rocks. and Twitter.
1: So go give everyone a hug. You guys are awesome. This is an awesome community. Thank you for having us up. And I think we hope to see you
2: tomorrow. And, and thank you for having us
1: back.
3: And thank you for having me on the now, show. Now, go
2: make good use of
1: those shot
3: glasses.
2: Woo! So, this is Tugs. And this is Rue. And I am Sid Stope.
4: And Kuru in the corner.
2: And this has been For, for What it's, it's Worth.
4: worth. Woo!
0: We would like to thank everyone who has joined us for this season for for What It's Worth. Season 2 of the show brought some of our best memories and moments yet. With this in mind, we want to announce our remaining episodes of this season. Next episode, join the cast as they relive their favorite moments of the season. Send in your own favorite moments, be it funny, serious, touching, or completely different, and we'll make sure to read them on the air. This is also your last chance to send in questions to the listener mailbag this season so be sure to help stuff the mail back full by emailing cast at forwhatitsworth.com. Our final release of the season will be a special we've had in the making for almost a year. Our fifth and final special, My First Fursuit. The cast has been following a local hayrider, as he planned, took delivery of, and wore his very first fursuit to local meets, small cons, and big cons, plus other places. We also bring you the stories of well-known fursuiters and their own memories of their first experiences. This won't be a show you want to miss. So what happens after Season 2? The cast will be taking a well-deserved month off before launching Season 3. That's right, June 2nd, 2013 will be the kickoff of for what it's worth Season 3, with more hijinks, shenanigans and mischief you can shake a stick at. And of course, Expect even more exploration, introduction, and immersion into the furry fandom. Never fear, you'll never be without your FWIW fix as we re-release two fan favorites from Season 2 during the month of May. So that's what's coming up on For What It's Worth. Thanks again for your support, cookies, and email. Season 2 could not have been a success without you.